Season 4, Episode 8, Wandering Bear. Wandering Bear? What's your favorite part of this episode? I think we both have the same one. Oh, 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 no, actually. My favorite part is the ending, if that's what you're thinking. No, my favorite part is right at the beginning. Oh, see, this is actually my favorite ending of any Corp episode that I can remember. <laughs> um, but so, so you start at the beginning, because that's your favorite part. My favorite it, part it, is when Larry calls up to order yeah. the Girls Gone Wild. It's his voice. He's got his Girls Gone Wild, <laughs> like, uh, surreptitious voice. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone wild. <laughs> I heard something about them going wild. The girls. Yes. The girls. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Jeff and Larry, they call each other and they're like, oh, are you watching this? Are you watching this? You got It's a commercial. Now, when I saw Jeff do stand-up a few months ago, he actually said that this was his favorite Curb episode of all time. Really? He plays a pretty big role in it. Well, he's in it a lot. He wasn't in the last episode at all. One of uh, the things about this episode is that it's actually very focused. There are very few characters in it. In a lot of curb episodes, they bring lots of people in. It's not. It's not too broad. It's. It's narrow. You're right. It's Jeff, Susie, Wandering Bear. Is that it? You don't it? have any stuff from the producers in this episode. No, it's a very, right. very contained episode. So, so right before the Larry voice, my first note is Cheryl walks in. He flips it to the the History Channel or the Animal Channel, and Cheryl's talking to him. He's obviously trying to get rid of her so he can go back to the girls go wild. And she's like, blah blah blah. She's like, Cheryl, I'm watching this thing about hippos. <laughs> Trying to watch this thing about hippos. Okay, so here's the thing about that. When they film these scenes, they don't actually have things on the TV. Because if you film a TV with a camera, you get all the flicker. Uh, so the TV right. was probably off. So they composited it onto it afterwards. So Larry, what I think happened, and I looked this up in the production credits to figure it out. What I think happened is Larry just made something up about hippos. And then they had to find a program about hippo. Hip, they had hippos? to find footage of hippos. And the guy who's the narrator is actually one of the accountants for Curb. Oh, God, really? So they just pissed it together. Good, that is good research. Where else can you find, learn stuff like that? I don't think anywhere you can find that, but it's that pretty awesome. Primary. That is amazing. Because the things that he's saying are like really, really bland. It's like, look at the wild hippos <laughs> in the water. They're congregating around this plant. I, I, I noticed that, but I didn't put it together in my head that it was like probably obviously very fake. It, it's all put together. <laughs> but it makes it great that Larry just came up with the word hippos. He's trying to watch the show. No, you gotta go and watch this thing about hippos. Okay. Then the Larry ordering voice, and then Larry shows up at his office. Antoinette is not on the phone, because she's phone. not always that anymore, but she is upset. Her boyfriend broke up with her. Or she broke up with her boyfriend. It's not actually clear, I don't think. My favorite part about the scene is that when he looks at the Girls Gone Wild tape, he says, <laughs> it's supposed to be college Girls Gone Wild. Yes, exactly. After she after she criticizes him for getting that, he's like, I thought it was supposed to be college Girls Gone Wild. I like before Larry's list of errands is like build a never-ending well of freshness in his car. Lots of fresh. Lots of fresh. <laughs> Lots of fresh. And then he goes on about how Mentos is so great, how it gets that orange flavor with just chemicals. Mentos, fantastic. So, so then Jeff shows up, and Larry pulls the tape out, and Jeff is so excited. Larry pulls the tape, he's like, oh man, it came! <laughs> like, Jeff's expression just lights up with joy over this tape, and they go to watch it together. I think I wrote that Jeff's first priority is watching this video. There's nothing else he wants to do more than watch this video. Oh, he's taking a day off work to watch this video. And then uh, I really like Jeff's rules about how he does not pause TV. Jeff has some very serious rules about this. He doesn't pause. He gets really angry. He tells Larry he'll just rewind, but then Larry's going to see what happens when he rewinds, although he could just close his eyes. So Jeff promises to pause. <laughs> Larry leaves and come back, and it's at a different part. And Jeff obviously just watched without him. But obviously. Jeff, Jeff has nothing else to do but watch this video, and that's all he wants to do. 
So Larry leaves the door open when he goes to the car, comes back, and then we realize that Oscar is gone. Oscar is gone. They go searching for him, which sets up my fate, what I like so much about this ending, how when Larry sees a Prius, he waves to him because he thinks Prius drivers are a special breed. They all have to wave to each other. The guy does not wave back, and then Larry decides to follow him to see what's up with that guy. See what's up with that guy. Why he doesn't do the Prius wave. Because he didn't do the Prius wave. You know, my parents do the Prius wave. Your parents own a Prius? They do not own a Prius, but they do the Prius wave. To all Priuses? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, Well, it does. Following that guy leads him to Oscar, so it's a good move to make. It is. And then they hit the dog. Or they're convinced that they didn't hit the dog, but they definitely hit the dog. Well, I mean, the dog's under the front of the car. I don't know if the tire actually hit him or not, but it's a traumatic event in Oscar's life, to say the least. So they said they're going to go back, they're going to watch the video. (laughs) But monitor. (laughs) Video and monitor. They're going to monitor Oscar very closely. So Larry gets the, what are they called? Everlast or Nightlast or something? Or uh, Everlast. Everlast condoms from Jeff. Puts them on backwards. In Larry's own terms, hits a home run with Cheryl, a la Mickey Mantle in like <laughs> 1963. Yeah. <laughs> Compares it to that and even says, I think it's very similar. Uh, and then numbs Cheryl's whole vagina because he puts condom on backwards. Right. So then, then Jeff calls saying we've got bigger problems than a numb vagina, <laughs> which is Oscar lost his bark and he's acting very lethargic. And Susie is on to them. Susie's on to them. And then when Jeff hangs up at the end, he just casually throws away like, look, I got to go. I'm sorry about Cheryl's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have a next one of my favorite scenes in the episode is when Larry any any scene where Larry is interacting with Wandering Bear. Wandering Bear is a good character. I feel like he's saying like, "Oh, Wandering Bear, you're a shaman of sorts." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wandering Bear is the man who removes the poison oak from their backyard. I don't well, really believe he's a shaman. He's he's immune to the poison oak. Well, he and Larry's right, he becomes a shaman. He can heal he can heal Cheryl's vagina and Oscar. Fun fact about Wandering Bear. The actor who played Wandering Bear ran for president of the United States in 1988 as a Libertarian Party candidate. Are you, are you serious? I am 100% serious. He's a Native American rights activist. He lost. He came in third place in the Libertarian oh. primary to Ron Paul. He lost. Not, not surprised about that. In 1988. So Wandering Bear has this great tribal drum music that they play. It's all uh, yep. shamanistic. Yep. And then he gets into this argument with Larry about a pen versus a pencil. And if they perform the same function or not. I guess. And what he writes down works. It does. Wandering Bear cures vaginas. And he asked Cheryl about it, which does not go over very well. Uh, I like when Larry was channeling his inner Wandering Bear when talking to Antoinette's, well, no, ex-boyfriend. Martin. Oh, I, right. I skipped that scene at, at the doctor's office. And you have this triumphant music when Larry comes out, and it continues to the car ride home when he drive through a light yes exactly when he drives through the light and he's driving to jeff's right he's going straight there mm-hmm. which larry shows up wandering bear shows up and asks for his money <laughs> susie calls him wandering elk <laughs> I, I do like in in the background is susie's um it's wandering bear saying look you don't need to talk to me like this you're a better person than that and larry just in the background throws out no, no she's, she's not. not no she's not she's not um heals oscar Oscar with some great with some tribal shaman wandering bear healing music and, and some herbs that he just pulled out of his pocket <laughs> exactly he just pulls these out of his vest right like he always has these throat curing Herb. herbs and, and he only he only holds them in front of Oscar's nose for like a second like Oscar gets like, like a whiff of that smell then he pulls them away and did you catch the sound effects that they play after that no 
he cures the dog. There's an eagle cry and then a strike oh. of thunder and the dog jumps up. <laughs> yes, I, I, I didn't remember that, but I, yes, eagle cry. Dog jumps up, chases Larry out. I don't know why, I just always love this ending. One, you get a Larry run from behind, which I don't know if you've ever seen a Larry run from behind before, which is a great view. You usually see him from the side. And as he's running for his life in, in Larry comic run, a Prius drives by, <laughs> in which Larry goes, oh, a Prius, and just so happy, pops up, waves to him, and just continues running for his life. It is a good ending. It. I always, I've always loved that ending. Always loved that ending. 